0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 68 of Founders Gyan and thanks for tuning in. This week we have Sumuka Rao, the founder and CEO of TA3 Solutions, a software testing company that is ta3s.com. And who better than him to talk to about the future of the software test market? Do check out the show notes over at foundersgyan.com/ep68 for links to all that we talk about on the show. All right, get comfortable and let's get started. Hello everybody. Today's guest on the show is Sumuka Rao. He is the founder and CEO of TA3S Solutions Private Limited. Uh, you can check out his website at ta3s.com. And uh, today we are going to talk about the future of the software test market. Uh, Sumuka is an expert in the field of testing. So, Sumuka, why don't you just quickly introduce yourself? Uh, I'm very curious to know about the name of your company also what TA3S exactly means. Thank you Ram. Uh, Thanks for giving an opportunity to
1: uh, speak about uh, TA3S and software testing as a market. Uh, You know, TA3S uh, is a very simple uh, outcome of uh, four words or five words. It's test automation as a service. A came three times and hence TA3S. All right. It's a TA3S is a pure play test automation services organization. Uh, get towards uh, providing test automation services for our customers uh, out- assuring outcomes um, you know uh, the tagline clearly says that we help customers achieve uh, uh, you know productivity in delivering quality okay
0: great so now uh, we had a chat over uh, email and uh, uh, on a call and uh, we also had a little interesting chat before this uh, recording uh, so tell us a little bit about your own background and why, uh, why we should believe whatever you say about the future of the software test market. So why should we believe you? See I, I
1: would not say uh, believing, I would say I am going to give you inputs based on my experience and exposure. Mm-hmm. I've been in uh, the software market since about 25 years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Out of which 20 years uh, has been in the software testing market and test automation market. Mm-hmm. So I've never deviated away from my focus area of testing and test automation. Mm-hmm. And uh, based on my experience and experiences and exposures with uh, many customers and the marketplace,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I do have certain inputs which uh, may help uh, the right. software testing and test industry. I would not say you have to believe me but this is exactly what's happening based on my experience mm-hmm. and that would uh, provide you an input okay
0: so believe is probably too strong a word uh, but yeah what i meant was uh, what uh, what's what's your background in helping us understand the software test market so yeah so you have a lot of uh, background in this uh, software test market so what do you think is currently happening what's the current market scenario in terms of testing and uh, what is the future that you envision Uh,
1: going forward see i mean software testing is no different than software development in the current scheme of things actually it's a parallel process Uh, while many organizations and the marketplace still consider that as an overhead but it's a necessity Mm -hmm. Uh, so software testing uh, you know it's not new it started uh, when software development started and in 1990s when developers actually were testing their own set of core used to call that unit testing and you could uh, test your own code and uh, deploy it. Mm. But over a period of time they wanted to have independent view of testing other than the developers because they may have certain uh, you know I would say uh, say about their own code which they have done and code quality so Mm. the third party testing started happening. Right. Uh, Even today a lot of people do use the method of manual testing Mm. but Uh, It started evolving uh, to automated testing in 2000, early 2000 when people said that mundane uh, regressive jobs can actually be automated and hence Mm. test automation started happening. Mm. Uh, While people still uh, say that they are actually automating, uh, very less organizations achieve uh, the success of getting an ROI on test automation Mm. because of the method and the way they actually do testing and test automation. Mm. Uh, so market actually is evolved from manual testing to today accepting to a little extent on test automation mm-hmm. and tomorrow probably a necessity before they even embark on their uh, product journey mm-hmm. and day after tomorrow to be enabled to automate and uh, test on the fly mm-hmm. uh, rather than uh, depending mm-hmm. on uh, human
0: resource only mm-hmm. it's a necessity so yeah so I just want to interrupt you there when you say that uh, Currently, automation testing is just accepted and not really being used. Uh, are you talking specifically about India or it's a global trend? What's what's your take on that? It's a global trend. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of
1: organizations still uh, maintain a huge amount of resource pool and manual testing mm-hmm. uh, and a very less amount of resources in automation testing.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, the main uh... so so what's the main challenge in this automation testing is it uh, that the people are not able to convert the manual test into a automated scripts or, uh, or, or they're still heavily dependent on the testers to feed in the manual test scenarios What what's the biggest challenge why why are people uh, hesitant to move right now to a more automated kind of testing
1: you'll be surprised to understand why even manual testing came into picture many of Mm -hmm. the people who were not engineers and who were not uh, skilled in software development cycle Mm -hmm. uh, wanted to come into software industry and hence Mm -hmm. the only easy way to come into software industry was manual testing Mm -hmm. because it was excel yes or no Mm. Just follow the steps steps And follow what you are seeing on the screen Mm. And you will be able to replicate Any kind of issues which you face Mm. And we call that defects Mm. Right So you can't evolve a manual tester Into automation tester Mm. Today a developer can be an automation tester Mm. But very uh, rarely People understand the value Of an automation tester And Mm. the perceived value Of a a person Mm. is also far lesser number 1 mm. number 2 you cannot just turn a manual testing into automation testing the mm. reason is that automation testing also needs also has got various factors which we need to look at mm. uh, some of them being feasibility mm. uh, you know from a technology perspective from a mm. cost perspective priority and severity mm. uh, of a core product and so on and so forth mm-hmm many less organization understand the concept of test automation. They have embarked on the test automation journey Mm. using the same old legacy manual testing methods. And hence, Mm. they spend a lot of time and effort trying to build a automation test suite, Mm. but they find out that there is no outcome and then then they let go of it Mm. because they don't get the ROI. And Mm. maintenance of test automation becomes much humongous than the manual test. Mm. So I would say it's lack of experience in test automation mm. uh, market space mm. which uh, customers are not uh, aware and they they don't embark on the test automation journey mm. uh, very easily. Mm-hmm. But off late I have seen uh, customers coming back looking at demo POCs, mm. looking at maintainability and so on. Mm. And uh, embarking on that journey and Mm -hmm. more so in the small and medium uh, sector rather than in the enterprise. Mm -hmm. Uh, Enterprise still uh, has got that legacy method of both manual and automation. Right. Uh, But uh, startups and uh, uh, small and medium enterprises are more Mm -hmm. uh, uh, aware. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, While cost is a concern for them, they are Mm -hmm. aware and they want to embark on that journey. Uh, so it's it's, um, it's it's great that you've mentioned startups because in my opinion, startups aren't testing enough. Forget manual or automation testing for startups, testing is kind of relegated to maybe we will do it if we have the time, you know, before we release our product and things like that. So what's your take and what's, what's your view on that? Have you seen startups doing rigorous testing or what's... What's your take
1: start-ups on Startups who are really worth their salt and who have got a vision, mm-hmm. definitely do testing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have multiple startups as customers of mine. Mm-hmm. Alright. They are aware on what they intend to do, mm-hmm. what they want to do, and they have a vision.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, majority of the startups uh, in global sector actually is not built with a vision. They are mm-hmm. built for a quick POC, mm-hmm. quick uh, market view, mm-hmm. release, mm-hmm. and funding. Mm -hmm. Their majority of the focus uh, stays around funding Mm -hmm. rather than the product itself. Mm -hmm. And those are the organizations which actually don't take testing seriously. Mm -hmm. Uh, Many of the uh, See, especially in mobi- mobility today, mm-hmm. uh, we have less amount of time to get an app out to the market space. Correct. And hence, you think that there is no testing. But you'll be right. surprised that some of the mobility customers today mm-hmm. are with us and who have embarked on a software test and test automation journey. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I would say about 20 to 30% uh, mm-hmm. uh, startups who really are worth and who mm-hmm. have a vision, embark on a software test and test automation uh, mm-hmm. journey mm-hmm.
2: Um,
0: and some of them don't. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think uh, the lesson is uh, don't cut corners on testing, right? I mean, what happens? Can you tell us about what would happen if uh, 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 there are a lot of startups listening out there? I'm sure they can identify with this, you know, they just build a product and, you know, release it and let the bugs come, we'll fix it, you know? so what happens if uh, startups follow that kind of an approach there are multiple uh, ways to look at it one is the branding perception
1: and uh, view which you create uh, perspective which you create with your end user if you're a startup and if you're building an application Mm -hmm. a a defective application Mm -hmm. actually takes away customers Mm -hmm. or takes customers away from your product Mm -hmm. They don't. They stop using the product, right? Because there are multiple alternative products today, which can be just downloaded. The apps are easy to download on mm-hmm. mobility, right? Mm-hmm. So if you cut corners and if somebody finds a defect over there mm-hmm. and he's unable to log in, mm-hmm. simple defect is unable mm-hmm. to log in into mm-hmm. a chat uh, thing
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, quite frequently, mm-hmm. and uh, there is some other chat uh, provider who is actually providing you better service. Right. They will simply shift right. Right. Uh, the quality of the uh, call which you are having on WhatsApp, mm. including the network, right. uh, as I can say, Facebook video call. Mm. Uh, and if you are uh, using less amount of bandwidth and better quality, they will shift to a better quality player. I won't say who, but definitely they will shift. And today people are not used to waiting. Mm. All right. Simple. These are simple things for startups with small applications. Let's look at say banks banks have got both internet banking and mobile banking mm. and if i'm unable to log in at any point of time and if i'm if i'm unable to easily uh, do transactions online i'll move to a different bank today mm. earlier it was not that case correct right mm. you used to put money where you felt it was safe today mm. you are putting money where you think it's convenient
2: mm right
1: let's look at uh, glitch and say since the BSE uh, some a month back mm. a software actually crashed the entire share market mm. and for next four hours the systems were un- unavailable mm. and the loss uh, to the entire trading uh, industry was humongous mm. for the four hours mm. because these are peaks, peak time mm. let's look at the largest uh, e-commerce uh, vendor today in India mm a first billion uh, rupee sale Mm. which was announced over there uh, and people were unable to log in into their systems, you just see the amount of negative market uh, it created for them. Mm. They lost 20% of the market share Mm. in the next two days, which Mm. they again spent a lot of money to build it back up. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. These are all impacts of Mm -hmm. code quality, Mm -hmm. be it functional, be Mm -hmm. it performance related, be it any related. Mm -hmm. So code quality and quality of products which you deliver to the market today defines who you are, Mm -hmm. how clean you are, Mm -hmm. uh, and defines your vision Uh, to the market Mm. and a quick and easy uh, uh, Say software development without testing would Mm. cost any company. Mm. I
0: I completely agree with you on what you say because uh, I As a customer when I see when I download an app and I use it and if it doesn't work I'm never going to go and submit a bug report or nothing I'm just simply going to uninstall and choose the next one on the list you know (laughs) Why should I spend my time and energy submitting a bug? Uh, Unless the product is so niche that, you know, uh, there's no other competition, which I don't believe is there at all. You know, I think every product has competition, maybe uh, different scales, you know, uh, but yeah, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. Now, uh, let's get back on, on the topic and before we move on to the next question, I just want to uh, just check with you on uh, your own daily routine. Do you have a daily routine? Uh, that you uh, follow and would you recommend something for our listeners uh, for uh, succeeding in their own lives and uh, uh, business Uh, is there a daily routine that you follow Uh, see one of my passion um,
1: is photography Mm
2: -hmm.
1: one of the main thing which takes a toll on a uh, entrepreneur is uh, uh, his sheer focus sometimes actually kills his entire interest the reason is that you're say, so engrossed and you don't have anything else to do mm. and eventually you uh, you take so much of tension and pressure into your mind that you stop thinking uh, right in the right direction per se. So one of the things which I would say is that as soon as I get up in the morning, I do look at my photography database to see mm. if there's something interesting which i clicked in the past and mm. what I do. Okay, mm. Number two is every day before I go to sleep I know what activities I have to do tomorrow because my time is planned Mm -hmm. one of the major uh, thing which you need to look as an entrepreneur or or as any person Mm -hmm. is time management Mm -hmm. balancing your time between a startup as well as your family or any other aspects Mm -hmm. so I have a very very clear Uh, calendar which I maintain. Mm -hmm. All my people have access to my calendar, Mm -hmm. they fix up my time and book my time and I know my next day's activity online before I even embark on my day's journey. Mm -hmm. In the morning I look at my calendar, Mm -hmm. I prepare myself like today morning Uh, when I got up I said first thing I need to look at is Ram's uh, Mm -hmm. list for agenda for our Mm -hmm. discussion today Mm -hmm. and uh, I normally am well prepared
2: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, to get into any kind of meetings or calls before I even embark on the journey. Mm -hmm. Other thing which I do is I do a lot of learning a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm a hands-on tester myself.
0: Okay. okay, All right.
1: Uh, One of the things which I believed in from my day one Mm -hmm. is that you can't preach a customer what you're selling until and unless you know what you're actually selling. Mm -hmm. Because why should customers believe you? Right. Why should people believe you? Mm -hmm. If you can't do yourself and if you're just a marketing mouth to your company, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you are no more just a marketing person. You are not in -hmm. any position to sell your product Mm -hmm. so I spend good amount of time Mm -hmm. in research and development Mm -hmm. on seeing how I can enhance my own skill Mm -hmm. and also look at what I should do for tomorrow and not only for today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Building new products building new algorithms for our our Mm -hmm. testing Mm -hmm. tools and technologies which we may Mm -hmm. start using Mm Uh, so time management, uh, learning, innovation, uh, mm-hmm. looking at what you can do in your free time is also very important
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and spreading your time to manage uh, you know, your troublesome customers or mm-hmm. troublesome activities to non-troublesome activities is also important. So you need to distribute mm-hmm. it evenly mm-hmm. so that your mind is taken away from problem and brought back into innovation.
0: Okay. Okay, great. Thanks for sharing that. And, and uh, I just have a, a quick question on, on what you said about what you do daily. So you say that you keep learning and researching uh, uh, on uh, testing. So can you also tell us, uh, are there any specific websites you go to, any specific books you read, uh, any specific resources that you actually use to enhance your own skills when it comes to testing? Sure. You know. Uh my actually
1: day is uh, about 16 hours, mm-hmm. 16 to 18 hours, mm-hmm. right? Uh, out of which about th- 2 to 3 hours is uh, spent on learning. Mm-hmm. Now, what I do is majority of my learning is based on day-to-day experiences with customers. I Mm -hmm. learn with my customers.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm a hands-on guy with my customers. Mm -hmm. My way of looking at it is that I spend approximately an hour with every customer of TA3S Mm -hmm. in a week. Mm -hmm. So the same customer I visit again in the next week Mm -hmm. at a given point of time. Mm -hmm. What I do is uh, learn on the job based Mm -hmm. on their different diverse technology Mm -hmm. stacks uh, Mm -hmm. and their pain points Mm -hmm. that's number one Mm -hmm. number two is i do learn from uh, some of the blogs which is written by industry experts Mm -hmm. on different aspects than testing because i don't say i'm a guru Mm -hmm. but i say that i'm continually learning because Mm Uh, we know that there is always a gap between what we are doing today and what needs to be done tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I learn about how we can address that gap. So Mm -hmm. I refer to a lot of blogs Mm -hmm. and a lot of sites around that. Uh, Could you name a few if you know
0: offhand? otherwise we can link it up. Sticky minds
1: for problematic tools and technology space. Um, Mm -hmm. You know I look at tools vendors. Mm -hmm. I look at Gartner and IDC reports Mm -hmm. Uh, quite frequently in order to see what they are Mm. moving towards Mm. while i don't say that everything is true to a very large extent Mm -hmm. but definitely i say Mm. some of the uh, Mm. you know some of the points which they definitely make is valuable Mm. for your uh, Mm. day-to-day activities and learning
0: okay let's do one thing Uh, i will uh, get the links of these blogs that you follow on a daily basis and i'll link them up on the show notes i think that will be easier for our listeners than you telling us sure. uh, different
1: I run a lot of locks myself as well I run Innovate, uh, India Innovates and other things mm-hmm. uh, which I keep updating and posting on new innovations happening, happening in and around mm-hmm. India because everyday what we hear is about Uh, politics or news which is other than innovation and what is really happening on the ground. So, there should be some of the other medium like yours Mm -hmm. for instance, founder Gyan, Mm -hmm. which is specific to say entrepreneurs who actually provide inputs to those set of people relevant Mm -hmm. rather than discussing the daily
0: chores. Right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for mentioning founders Gyan. So, uh, again, we will link all those all those up on the show notes. Now, let's get back to our main topic. I think we have diverged a little bit. So, um, you are talking about the current market scenario and uh, the future tomorrow and day after you are mentioning uh, where automation is going to be more and more accepted and could possibly uh, replace the traditional forms of testing in some way uh, now i won't uh, say 100% uh, not 100% whatever percent maybe yeah. 50 60% i don't know the number but how do you think that's going to happen what do you what do you think is going to happen in terms of how this change is going to take place. What, what, what is your like vision of how the software uh, testing market is going to evolve in that direction? Right. So, you know, testing market uh,
1: initially was based on labor, as I mentioned to you earlier. Uh, slowly, it is moving towards outcome, mm. where uh, people are going to get paid based on outcomes. What you provide, mm. be it ROI, be it quality improvement, and mm. so on and so mm. forth. Mm. So when you change that to an outcome obviously what you definitely look out for is quality of deliverables mm-hmm. and your reputation in the market space.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so how, how it is moving uh, or where, it, where people are adopting today is that outcome based test automation services are more and more mm-hmm. uh, an ask from majority of our customers mm-hmm. and we are moving towards outcome based test, mm-hmm.
0: uh, uh, you know, test automation strategy and implementation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so what is an outcome? Like, uh, is it number of defects? Is it or how do you define an outcome? See,
1: uh, test automation brings in uh, for uh, you know some of the factors, which includes time to test, mm-hmm. time to market, mm-hmm. uh, because. What you are trying to do is, manual testing requires a lot of time and resource at the end of the development lifecycle, And majority of the time, you mentioned it earlier, they cut short of that time to test in order to go to market. And with a defective product. Mm. How do I cut short of that time to market? Automation does help you in Mm. uh, testing uh, a few of the critical core functionalities, Mm. about say 50, 60% of the functionalities Mm. using automation methods. Mm. And left, you know, the 40, uh, 30 40 uh, percentage is still left to the people who can actually test mm-hmm. for new features and functionalities mm-hmm. so
0: so the out, out output is mostly testing in a uh, shorter time shorter and shorter times so. i
1: won't say only shorter and shorter time majority of the manual testing also uh, is impacted due to human error mm-hmm. be it test data mm-hmm. or be it any kind of uh, slippages which a person human being is mm-hmm. bound to do mistakes mm-hmm. do happen
2: mm-hmm.
1: so A repeatable right test strategy and automation actually improves the quality Mm -hmm. uh, of testing. Mm -hmm. Finds out defects much earlier on Mm -hmm. and unattended. Basically, you need not be sitting in front of it uh, to execute it. It can Mm -hmm. be integrated with continuous integration tests and builds where people can run unattended test in the night, in the morning, you can come and see the report. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: All right. Mm -hmm. And with more and more uh, uh, belief in test automation, the defects also can be raised automatically and need not have a person to and the defect workflow can be configured in such a way that a given developer gets a defect with the right information for him to fix it on time. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: All right? right. So it's shortening the entire life cycle and cutting short the Uh, diplomacy in between basically Mm. fighting to find out if it's really a defect or not a defect uh, and escalations and so on I think that's the bureaucracy I think we need to cut down in larger a lot of organizations and that that's what is the process which is going to be
0: used to cut down Mm -hmm. all these uh, processes okay so uh, let's recap so one is output based uh, uh, testing that's going to happen next is more of sorry outcome ROI, based outcome based sorry outcome based uh, roi based and uh, more of an integration with uh, with the tools to raise defects and things like that so process uh, automation process along automation. with test automation
1: and what else what else is going to happen and faster time to market quality improvements these are outcomes so this is what is actually planned for today by many many of the organizations. Many mm-hmm. of the large organizations, Fortune 500 companies, which we are working with, say that we need to actually automate 80% of our entire products. Mm-hmm. Uh, the core functionality of products. Uh, of course, upgrades and updates keep happening mm-hmm. by 2020. They want to automate 20, by 80% mm-hmm. by 2020, mm-hmm. which is definitely a possibility mm-hmm. if you have the right test strategy in mind. So mm-hmm. you are actually cutting down on uh, your time to market uh, and improving quality mm-hmm. and 80% of that is being, is going to be automated. Mm-hmm. Now 20% of new features and functionalities definitely going forward If even today, tomorrow you will still need that domain experience, expertise and uh, manual testers to actually look at mm-hmm. it very, very closely. Mm-hmm. That's today. What's tomorrow? I think uh, with the Three things which we discussed before we even embarked on this uh, call mm. was, I think, uh, overall globally, the three parameters which actually defines any kind of outcomes of a project mm. is skill, mm. uh, cost, mm. and outcome. Mm. So I, I keep saying this. I say, least skilled people demand the most amount of money, uh, assuring no outcomes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right mm. now. How do I mitigate that risk? Mm. That mitigation of risk is what is what actually is uh, driving our uh, products and services strategy, mm. uh, which is based on cognitive learning and artificial intelligence. Mm. We are building at TA3S our own tools mm. uh, using CL and AI, mm. which can actually help us automatically automate test automation mm. uh, up to about 50% mm-hmm. which will reduce our dependencies mm-hmm. on less skilled people mm-hmm. uh, providing us a better cost, uh, hang on cost mm-hmm. and outcomes. Mm-hmm. So that is what is driving our product strategy and this is going to be the future test uh, mm-hmm. strategy as well mm-hmm. uh, in for the many, market space. For many companies? For, yeah. for all companies. So mm-hmm. I think moving towards AI, CL and on cloud is going to remove dependency on skill infrastructure and re- reduce cost while uh, still maintaining higher quality
0: mm. uh, products. Mm-hmm. If you like the show, do follow us on Facebook and Twitter. The link is www.facebook.com foundersgyan and twitter.com foundersgyan. Both these provide you daily tips and articles as well as resources to help and inspire your startup. There are multiple tips per day. Some examples of these tips would be articles on the latest startups, growth hacking tips, how do you build team for startups, how to get funding, etc. So don't forget facebook.com slash foundersgyan and twitter.com slash foundersgyan. Okay, great. So now what should both employees and employers do in terms of staying relevant and not being left behind in this race, right? I mean, I think that's a point that we need to address uh, that... uh, if I'm an employee or I'm an employer, what's, what should be my strategy? How should I uh, make sure that I'm staying relevant on, on this? From a technology
1: perspective, I think uh, uh, the onus is on both. Mm. The employer should actually give a free hand and an opportunity for people to innovate, to think out of the box, mm. to give them a free hand. I think today we are muddling them with too much of day-to-day activities and tasks rather than trying to make them think. Uh, we have a different culture at TA3S which enables people to use their free time and all the employees are part of our product strategy. We mm-hmm. don't have a different product team mm-hmm. which actually does that. Mm-hmm. So they feel engaged, they mm-hmm. understand net new things mm-hmm. happening and some of the algorithms is actually built by our own existing people mm-hmm. rather than trying to bring it from outside because we understand the software industry better.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Number two is from an employee side, he should have the willingness to learn. Mm. I think what we have is we have built in a complacency with the set of people that a job is going to stay relevant irrespective of where they stand. Mm. I think they should definitely have that scare saying that if they are not relevant, Mm. the jobs will definitely be taken over by machines. Mm -hmm. Sorry to say, but that's the truth Mm. going forward. and That's Mm. what is happening in the process industry. Mm. That's happened in the uh, Automobile industry in Detroit uh, mm. uh, went through that, and we have seen what's the outcomes of those. Mm. And for you to be relevant, I think you should have the openness to learn, net new things, right? Grasp your attitude. Mm. Uh, you know, your technical skills is something which you can build on. Your attitude and learning ability is what needs to come with you. Right,
0: right. I think I think it's a very relevant and uh, fair point because uh, I think a lot of employees expect employers to train them. Uh, but uh, the fact is that each person should uh, should take up owners and learn things and you know try to stay relevant and try to learn the latest technologies and uh, and whatever is happening in the market I, I don't think it is fair for the employees to expect oh my employer is not sending me to a training or <laughs> you know yeah i, I don't i think that's, that's so i think it starts from the foundation ram um, mm-hmm. if they see that
1: at the higher level if people are technical if Mm. they are talking sense Mm. they will talk back sense to you Mm. they will start learning Mm. majority of the businesses today if you really look at it is not uh, run Mm. by the same set of people who are running that same business Mm. so their domain knowledge in that business Mm. maybe a tad less. Mm. So, they take it for granted. So, they see me for instance two to three hours of learning Mm. and when they have a question, I have a response. I Mm. don't say I come back to you. Mm. Even to a customer, even to my uh, employee. Mm. So, they see that happening and Mm. that's what is building that Mm. attitude of learning and ability to learn. Mm. I tell them spend at least two hours on a daily basis Mm. on learning net new thing. Mm. It may not be even only testing. Mm. for them to oil their brain to start looking at things
0: differently rather than what they are looking at today Mm -hmm. right right okay great now uh, we just have a few more questions but what is the best advice that you have ever heard and something that you try to follow in your own life business
1: Uh, Look, Ram, I come from a uh, middle class family, a family which was uh, government employees. Mm. Uh, My father and mother uh, were government employees. Mm. Uh, Never had any entrepreneurs uh, as a part of my family, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and never the ecosystem today uh, and yesterday didn't encourage entrepreneurs. Mm. Uh, Anybody embarking on that journey is still a taboo. Mm. If you really look at it, right, you enter it to your own risk
2: mm. <laughs> uh,
1: right? Right, right so so, whatever I have learned mm. is out of my, i would say my out of my experiences. very rarely, uh, I have heard any person mm. coming to me and telling me about uh, certain advisors which I may not be aware of.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but having said that, Quite a few of the people have come back to me mm. and said, you know what, mm. I think forget about what people say, mm. focus on what you're good at, mm. uh, what you're passionate about, right. and do what you like. Mm. Then you will love what you're doing rather than getting bored and exiting. Mm. Right. And that is how it, I have, uh, you know, that's how it is actually framed around my mind. Mm. Testing is my passion. I'm a hands-on guy Mm. and I'm passionate about it Mm. and I love it now even a small failure will not dissuade me away from continuing what I'm doing Mm. because I'm passionate about it Mm. and I think that's a very very important thing do what you're passionate about Mm. not only money is not what you're passionate about you know money is an outcome of activities what you do Mm. Uh, money is not everything so you you will get what you want if you do passionately
0: and do it with a vision. Okay. Great, great advice. And uh, when we were talking about this, I kind of uh, I got reminded of this quote that I very recently read. Uh, I, I forgot by who it is. It talks about the happiest uh, man or the happiest person uh, is the one who gets up in the morning and does what he wants before going to bed. I think uh, uh, I think that that's that's kind of defines the happiest person. Like uh, it doesn't. It's not a matter of how much money you have or what is the specific job title you have and things like that. It's, are you doing things the full day that you want to do? Basically, I think that's, uh, that, that was a quote that... I,
1: so, I am following that quote, Ram. I'll, I'll be very frank with you. Working for a lot of, lot of large multinationals. I've headed comp, uh, companies like CompuWare and Micro Focus in India, which are large multinationals. Uh, money was... Uh, you know abundantly available Mm. be it for funding my own business or be it uh, you know Mm. not my own business I mean my own life Mm. Uh, but when you start up uh, you don't realize that uh, we are a debt free non-funded company Mm. we are not funded we are Mm. funded by our own growth Mm. so one of the things which impacts as a uh, CEO or the Mm. director of the organization is your pay package
2: Mm.
1: you are used to certain lifestyle Right. And you are brought down uh, from a lifestyle perspective. But you'll continue to do if you're passionate about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I know money is at the end of the tunnel, but a lot of people don't understand that concept that what you do is what should earn rather mm-hmm. than you
0: demand. Mm-hmm. True, true. That, that goes back to our previous discussion, right? Because there are so many people who don't give a damn about software or don't care about software they are sitting and working as programmers or whatever, test, testers or anything, I mean they, they are in it purely for the money, they don't care about computers, if given a chance uh, they might want to do some other things, so I think uh, I think that's that's a very sad reality of, of the day. Uh, but I think automation
1: is going to actually help us, uh, help them get mm-hmm. their focus better, I'll tell you why. Uh, when we developed this industry in 1990s mm-hmm. uh, with, the, uh, with the intent of labor arbitrage and cost arbitrage, we took every and any engineers right. as a part of the software industry. Mm-hmm. Now what we did was we, uh, uh, we closed down a lot of more automobile ancillary units, uh, farming, agriculture, um, you know, irrigation management, civil engineering. I think if they go back to their roots, Mm -hmm. our life will be far better because they 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 love certain things right let them do what they love rather than trying to push them into earning money only
0: right right and and I believe like one of the uh, one of the predictions of the future is that uh, once things are more automated I think people can go back and really do what they are passionate about right I think I think that that's a prediction that many experts are doing so uh, I'm glad to hear uh, your thoughts uh, fall in alignment to that. Now we just have a couple of final questions, so uh, what do you think is the, uh, what what would you say are the biggest uh, tips or pitfalls for, for startups when it comes to uh, testing and uh, tied into that is what would be the action item for startups to take with regarding testing? Mm. You know, one of the uh, key uh, inputs
1: I would, not just because I'm running Mm -hmm. TA3S, you know, we will continue to run, we'll continue to grow. But having said that, one of the important things which I would like to tell any startups is don't avoid testing Mm -hmm. in any form. Mm -hmm. Because your software which you're developing or the product which you're developing is your face Mm -hmm. or is the face... Of your company to your customers mm-hmm. the day when they find certain things not working properly mm-hmm. it will immediately impact on your branding right and your business mm-hmm. that's the simple first rule second thing is that uh, you know don't cut corners when it comes to quality
2: mm-hmm.
1: right it's your quality of life you uh, you know one of the greatest thing is that what you present to your customers Uh, should be clean Mm -hmm. Uh, if it's not then that is what they perceive you as a person Mm -hmm. right so take that very seriously number two is uh, you know from a not only from a software testing perspective I would like to just uh, tell them that look uh, do what you like and don't believe in anybody Mm -hmm. Uh, because based on my experiences Uh, There are multiple organizations and multiple people who come to you and tell you that I'll give you your advice, I will do this for you, you know, I will help you grow based on my experiences and other things. It's your experience which counts. It's your passion which is driving the business. Mm -hmm. Believe in yourself.
0: Mm -hmm. Great advice, uh, Sumuka. Thank you so much for that. Uh, So... Uh, are there any specific books that you can recommend f- uh, it needn't be testing it could be just general startups or uh, general business books do you, do you like reading do you have any i do read uh, but
1: nowadays the reliance on reading a book has come down to reliance to reading more of uh, blogs and other things like sticky minds or mm. you know the qa forums which has been run But having said that, uh, from a uh, day-to-day life perspective, uh, you know, I do read uh, Robin Sharma to a large extent, Mm -hmm. where I take few of the inputs which he provides, Mm -hmm. and it actually relates to certain, uh, you know, the startups of today and... uh, Mm -hmm. inputs what it gives Mm -hmm. Uh, Chetan Bhagat from a life perspective also gives you a different different perspective so these are few Indian authors whom I read uh, to Mm -hmm. a certain extent and Mm -hmm. multiple other business books
0: which I can actually give you references to yeah yeah. please yeah please uh, uh, we'll take that offline and uh, we'll link that up on the show notes and uh, before we move on to the final question What's the best way to get in touch with yeah, you? There are a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and would-be entrepreneurs listening on the show. Obviously, they can go to uh, TH3S.com uh, to contact you officially. Uh, I believe you are... Uh, can I give you your email? Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, Ram, thanks for asking this question. Uh, when I started uh, my first organization, this is my second organization as a founder, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been running it for the past three years. When I started uh, the organization, a lot of people came in with an intent of getting something out of the business which I'm doing in. Mm -hmm. Never came with the intent of really helping. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Right? Uh, Today, I'm very happy. Uh, I don't call myself a thought leader. Mm -hmm. I don't call myself a, you know, uh, a industry expert. Mm -hmm. I just say to the set of people who come to me saying that I will definitely share you with my experiences Mm -hmm. and if it relates to your line of thought and business probably you can make use of my learning Mm -hmm. and not as a thought leader or not as an advisor Mm -hmm. so today I am fortunate to have about 12 companies coming to me and taking inputs Mm -hmm. on a month on month basis
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, and it's free of cost for them, Mm -hmm. I keep telling them I don't need anything from you Mm -hmm. you feel free if it helps you Mm -hmm. very well and good Mm. If it does not move on, mm. right? And they are, anybody is welcome to reach out to me via my email address. Mm. Uh, and you can give my email address to yeah, at Sumuka at com. Anything else? Are you active on Twitter? Uh, I'm, I'm very uh, active on Facebook or LinkedIn. Okay. From a LinkedIn perspective, okay. it's related to business. On right. a Facebook, uh, it is also related to business also related to uh, I love traveling and photography mm-hmm. so, so so
0: can we give your Facebook uh, thing yeah, for please go ahead and give my Facebook yeah, reference as yeah, well as my and LinkedIn ok great we will link that up on the show notes again mm-hmm. uh, so do you have like some uh, you, do you keep posting photos on your Facebook do you have an Instagram account or something else yes, yes. I have
1: Instagram I am very active socially because one of the things which you will fall uh, for is your marketing budget Mm. And some of majority of my business connects as well as personal connects who mm. wants to know what I'm doing, mm. either be it in my life or be it in my business, are in touch with me on my LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Okay. Sure. We, we will, we I'm will. active on social media. They can feel free to look yeah. at it and get in touch via there as well.
0: Sure. Great. Great. So, uh, the final question I want to get into is... Uh, uh, just one gap, so just imagine that none of this is going to air or some of our smart listeners may just go all the way to the end, you know, they can forward right to the end to listen to your one gap with regards to testing or could be startups in general, just one gap. You mean a good experience or a
1: bad experience? Uh, up to you. All right, so... let let me give you uh, one example of good and bad as well Mm -hmm. right because as an entrepreneur uh, you need to understand both of them sure Uh, from a good perspective I would say pursue your passion Mm -hmm. do the right things Mm -hmm. do it with heart Mm -hmm. don't do it with any intent Mm -hmm. uh, of doing as an getting as an outcome Mm -hmm. Uh, yes of course money is going to be an outcome but if you do it with passion you will get there right you don't have to worry about it right be true to yourself be true to your people. Mm. Be true to the customers. Mm. Uh, this is one thing which I have learned in my life. Mm. I never lie to my customer mm. nor my people. Mm. All my employees, mm. all my customers are aware mm. of what I am going through mm. because they only appreciate when they know the, know the truth. Mm. So, that's one thing. Mm. Uh, that's a good uh, piece uh, mm. and you will get to where you are uh, no matter what if you have the vision and passion in mind.
2: Mm.
1: One of the uh, things which i have learned from my earlier startup experience mm. is don't claim uh, to be a false person mm. that means to say don't have to claim that i'm an industry expert if you are not mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and don't have to do it for money mm-hmm. and don't have to deceive people
2: mm-hmm.
1: don't deceive people because mm-hmm. that's the uh, you know that's the start of your fall Right, right. Market is small. Mm. People can know you and know you much faster than you think. Right. And people know the truth not Mm. just because of social media, because people are well, uh, uh, you know, connected today.
2: Mm.
1: And if you do something wrong,
2: Mm.
1: as much as you do something right, Mm. uh, Mm. people get to know about it
0: uh, sooner than faster nowadays. Mm -hmm. So it's better that be true and you know you do the right things yeah great great advice uh smuka and on that note we'll close the interview so thank you so much uh, for your time and uh, it was great chatting with you and i wish you continued luck as you try to automate testing for uh, the market for the software market
1: thanks Ram. thanks for giving an opportunity you know thanks to Founder again as well uh, it's a group you know it's very nice to know that there is a forum today which is available which actually helps entrepreneurs to listen uh, and get in touch with like-minded entrepreneurs and uh, it's
0: great speaking to you as well thank you there you have it folks another startup's founder and an interesting topic that was hopefully both useful and interesting to you guys the show notes page is at www.foundersgyan.com ep68 which contains links to all that we talk about on the show I'll see you all next week with yet another startup and its founder. In the meantime, do keep working on your own startup and good luck on your startup adventure.